Hi everyone, welcome to Coffee with your counselors, Ms. Deeds and Ms. Amy. A time to give you a brain break to learn lessons about yourself, others, and the world around you. Welcome to our first episode. It's our very first podcast. How do you feel, Ms. Deeds? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm excited about starting this podcast. I've never been a podcast star before. I know. I'm so excited, too. I can't wait till we get our matching shirts and it's all coming together. <laughs> well, I'm excited because today, as our first podcast, we're going to spend some time getting to know one another. And everyone who listens can get to know us, too. So I'm going to start off by asking Miss Amy a question. Just so all our listeners know, she has not heard these questions before, and so they will be just as much a surprise to her as they are to you. So, Miss Amy, do you want to share with us what you were like in high school? Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I went to high school in the 90s, and so, I don't know. When I think about my high school years, I feel like that was kind of like the best time of life. Actually, in general, every decade, there's something special about it. But in high school, I can't remember. I think I had a perm. Perms were really big back then. And uh, I wore a lot of denim. (laughs) Denim. Like on top and bottom. Yeah, denim shirts with denim jeans and a white shirt underneath. And... uh, I don't know. I think I just had a lot of fun. I remember high school being a time of being very carefree. I mean, there were definitely stress stresses from school and getting into college and things like that. But fast forward, like many, many years later, I don't really think about the stress of school. What I remember is hanging out with my friends and just doing crazy things together whether it's like watching movies or going out and eating at Wendy's and just like driving around. I feel like a lot of the time we were just driving around and who knows where we were going. We were like driving on the highway, driving to the city because I lived in the burbs of Chicago. So we would go to the city sometimes and yeah, just hanging out with friends. So that really defined the people who I was with and the time that we spent together really defined a lot of who I became and kind of the direction that I decided to go even like later in life in college and stuff. <gasps> okay. Are you ready for your question? Ms. Yeah. Okay. So my question to you is a double question. Oh man. What's your favorite animal and why? And what's your favorite color and why? Hmm. Well, I would have to say my favorite color is blue. Um, There's a lot of different kinds of blue. Like there's like baby blue, there's dark blue, there's like, you know, gray blue, um, all the different kinds of blue. And I feel like it's springy, which I like spring because, you know, everything kind of comes alive during that time so that's kind of what it reminds me of um yeah so i really like blue mm-hmm. and you said animal mm-hmm. 
I would say my favorite animal is, I don't know, I've never really thought about it before. <laughs> like besides like the cat dog, you know, debacle that everybody wants to have all the time. Mm -hmm. um, that could be another podcast episode. Yeah, it could probably fill up 20 minutes by itself. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like, I guess, maybe my favorite animal down to the bones is just cats in general, like whether they're big cats or small cats, even though I don't technically have a cat at the moment. Uh -huh. um, when I grew up, my parents lived, um, they like lived in a subdivision, but it was like, I don't know, they like were building houses out there at the time. And so there's a lot of open lots. So somehow we acquired like six outdoor cats. Yeah. And when they were babies, like there's a picture of me where I'm just like holding all the cats and I look like the happiest person ever, just like strangling all the cats. <laughs> um, yeah. What so you like though? What about them? I don't know. They're like cute and cuddly and sometimes they're not cuddly. I don't know. Cats are different than dogs because like dogs just want your attention so much all the time and cats like you have to like earn it, you know, you gotta be patient and you can't just go around squeezing them because they don't like that. So you have to wait for them to come to you. <laughs> uh, this is However, I'm very scared of like bobcats and like, I think they're pretty to look at, but like, I don't know. I would never go hiking alone. One time I asked John, I was like, man, if like a bobcat or a mountain lion comes up, are you going to save me? And he was like, no. <laughs> He's like, if I stay around to save you, then we both die. And I was like, okay. That's funny. I love asking these two questions as a pair in different situations because there's actually, okay, I don't know how valid this is, but there's a study that when you describe your favorite um, color, you're actually describing attributes of yourself. And when you describe your favorite animal, you're describing what you want in a future, like forever partner or mm -hmm. So you, I mean, you kind of describe your eyes being blue, but you like different kinds. So you must think of yourself as like having a variety of different maybe interests or, and you like to be alive because you kind of equated it to like spring. So mm -hmm. yeah. And then I don't know, is John cute and cuddly and waits for, <laughs> waits for you to come to him? <laughs> uh, I don't know if he does all of those things, but um, yeah. it's definitely interest, interesting. It's like you're like a, my, like a, a psychic with, these, with just those two questions. All right, next question for you. If you had to, if you had to pick another profession, what would it be and why? Okay, I have three. If I, if I had to choose another profession, I think I might want to be. This is more of the practical one. I would want to be a nurse. I think, just because like it's a helping profession, and you can really go anywhere at any time and use your skills. Like walking down the road, somebody falls over or doesn't look so hot, you just be like, hey, I'm a nurse. I know what I'm doing, you know? Um, yeah, and I think like 
the rare experiences I have had within a hospital, I feel, I feel like a good nurse will make or break your stay mm-hmm. because they can be like so supportive and amazing and awesome. Um, I, another job that I would want is like a child or a children's book illustrator. I think that'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but then some of those pages and books are really long. So to draw the same character again and again in the same way might be a little difficult. But before I used to always say that would be something that would be cool. But in, um, in another world, I think I would want to be a Broadway star. <laughs> I know Lisa Maselli has said this too, you know, so I really think that she and I should do some kind of show together yeah because and you want to join us I mean I don't really think that I'm cut out for that but I will be there in the front row to support you you could you could do work the spotlight yeah I can do that <laughs> or do music <laughs> I just feel like they probably get so much energy from just like having all these crowds just like love you and after each show yeah, that's why I was like super impressed by the uni performance in the spring too. I think anyone that just gets up there, one, I envy them. I'm like, I wish I could be up there, but it's a lot too. So yeah. That'd be Very great. cool. What musical do you think you would do? Well, Hamilton is like the big thing. I have always been a Broadway like fanatic growing up, but I guess like the last decade, maybe just having kids and being like not as connected. I, I have not gone to see Hamilton in Chicago yet. I need to see it in Chicago. And I played the lottery like every single day to win the Hamilton lottery. And I was legit disappointed every single day when you'd be like, sorry, you didn't win today because I have a friend who won it twice. Oh, wow. I have a friend who also won it. So I'm like, I know this thing is real. I can win this, but... By the time I was finally like, you know what? I'm just going to like pay the money. I know it's expensive, but I'm going to pay. And Paul and I are going to go see it. It was like $600 because it was like the last two weeks that it was in Chicago. So I was like, I cannot pay $600 for a ticket. So I know it's on uh, Disney Plus. I should watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Second question for you, Ms. Deeds. Who inspires you? Those are super deep. Um, <laughs> who inspires me? I don't know. I don't, I'm not really like big on social media or anything. So I don't like follow a lot of the things that are happening like moment to moment. Um, I'm not like on Twitter waiting for the next update of someone, what, what somebody's going to say or anything. Mm-hmm. I think just what inspires me more so than anything else is just when it's more of like the act of people being like kind and fighting for what's right Mm -hmm. but respecting other people's differences and like not everybody's always you know like everybody has a different opinion Mm -hmm. and so is anyone ever really right i don't know (laughs) but um I think it's admirable whenever people are like fighting for things that they believe in and like, you know, just with like the summer with like the black lives movement, um, like, you know, even the students that got involved from uni, I was like really proud of them for getting involved and Mm -hmm. wanting change and like 
being respectful about it too. And like, you know, not everybody is on, like everybody has different experiences. And so it's hard to do things like that respectfully while (laughs) trying to get your point across. But I feel like they were able to do that. So just like to see young people, you know, find a passion and like take a stance and then, you know, stand up for what they believe in. I think that's super admirable and something that inspires me as an adult um, in my life. Um, So it's not like necessarily like a famous person or anything, but I think that's definitely something that inspires me or like the creativity that comes out of young people too. I think that's why I want to work with young people is because they have so many ideas and um, yeah, they're just super neat to be around. Mm-hmm. And like their perspective is totally different than mine. Like yesterday, no, two days ago, my niece was trying to work a VHS machine and she <laughs> didn't know how to work it. Right. And I was like, how do you not know how to work a VHS? <laughs> She's like, I don't even know what this is called. And I was like, wow. But like at the same time, they have these great ideas about like how we can make everything more environmentally friendly or like change the world so that we're using less energy and it's like less pollution or whatever, but they don't know how to work a VHS. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. All right, Miss Amy. Why do you think relationships are so important in um, people's lives? And how do you nurture the relationships in your life? Hmm. Well, I think relationships are important just because we are human beings and we are created relationally. And I don't think people were meant to be alone. I mean, I think there's a spectrum of different people who feel more comfortable with like, you know, being in large groups, being extroverted versus introverted and things like that. But in terms of like, even the most introverted introverts need people to interact with and those relationships are really important, you know? And so I think that there's also really, you know, something strong about common experiences that people go through, you know? So even being at uni, like you might not know everybody who goes, who walks in the halls of uni, but the fact that they do walk in the halls of uni, you have a common bond, you know, you have a similar experience that you can relate to one another and you know what it's like to take like, um, I don't know, like Mr. Butler's class and his uh, flow charts. And, you know, so I think we need people to walk alongside us just in life to share those things. But yeah, when we're going through hard times, having people that will lift us up and carry our burdens as we're going through those difficult times, but also like having fun and just finding the joys in life together because doing something alone is not the same. You don't find the same kind of joy as if you're with somebody like, like when we went to Fernando's and ate nachos together, I'm sure I would have really loved those nachos by myself too. But the fact that we were eating together it made it that much better, you know? So. It was totally worth it because I had talked it up for like months. <laughs> Those chips were amazing. <laughs> what was the second part of your question? Um, how do you nurture the relationships in your life? Well, 
Well, I think it's different in this phase of life, being an adult. I don't think that I can see my friends as often or just like hang out or call people up as frequently. But I mean, in a world, the world that we live in today, I think we always can stay connected. So in just any way reaching out, whether it's like messaging them or texting or setting up time to like Zoom or FaceTime, just like making sure that I am being connected, even if it's like once a month for one, some of my friends, you know, who live in different states, but making that time and letting them know that, you know, we are still living life together and, you know, that they're valuable to me. So that's something that I do. Next question for you, Ms. Dietz, what is a funny or fond childhood memory that you have? Well, when I was a kid, um, I lived in the subdivision and there's a lot of other kids in the same one. And so in the summer, everyone would come to our house. I don't know why, maybe we had a really big yard. So maybe that's why. Um, and it was tagged bandy ball. So we'd play baseball like every day in the summer. Wow. My mom, like I had some older siblings so my parents were never there. So it was just like my older siblings and me and then all these kids from the neighborhood. But my mom would never let us let people inside the house. So like, it'd be super hot. It'd be like a hundred degrees outside and people would be like, I need some water. <laughs> we'd be like, you stay out here. I have to go inside and get it. <laughs> drink it out of the hose. <laughs> because nobody could come inside and we didn't like even though they weren't there we didn't want to risk it because we wouldn't be able to keep having them come over during the day right mm -hmm. so they come over all day and we play baseball and you know I'm pretty coordinated but back then I was like the youngest of the people so I was always like picked towards the end which was sad but surprisingly I held my own um, and then at night they'd go home for like dinner and then they'd come back, like when it got dark, and we'd play like flashlight tag or um, capture the flag, um, like until like, I don't know, midnight or something, 11 or midnight, and then they go home. And then they come back the next day and we do it all over again. So that was like my summers from like, I don't know, third grade to seventh grade. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. That's one of my um, favorite memories. There's even this kid that like was in my class and I mean, we were friends, but like not like best friends or anything, but he like went to college eventually and like studied graphic design. And I, I guess one of the, um, one of the prompts was draw one of your favorite childhood memories. And he drew our yard and oh. it said like bandy ball on the top. It was like, he shared it with us. It was kind of a cute memory. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, we're going to have coffee with your counselors more often, and we're going to bring up different topics. The next topic is going to be the sound of music. Music affects your mood. Mood. That's hard to say. The sound of music affects your mood. There you go. Um, Maybe you should leave today with giving us your impression of um, Elmo. Oh. I was going to use that as a question, but then I thought I had just asked you to do it instead. Okay, everybody, 